Baker, Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir, coming with a very powerful selection, and it could be your personal testimony. I tried him, and Jesus is just all right with me. You see, one day he picked me up when this old world had me down, and I can say I tried him, I tried him, and Jesus is just all right with me.
of every believer to say, I am thine, O Lord, and I have heard your voice. And because of that and what your words meant to me, I want to be nearer, a little nearer, closer, a little closer to that precious, precious bleeding sound. I would like to dedicate this song to Brother Ronald Cox, his mother. I would like for her to stand. Hallelujah. The Lord going to bless you today. He's going to bless you today. If you open up, he'll come in. We're going to dedicate this song to you today. Look at how you see So 
hero. So we won't forget the great work he did for us on Calvary's cross. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, he's worthy. He's definitely worthy of our praise. For those of you who just tuned in, we'd like to let you know you are receiving services from the greater Bethlehem Temple, 1505 Robinson Street, right here in the city of Jackson, Mississippi. The Lord is blessing us to come to you by way of radio station WMPR 90.1 on your FM time. We have come to an important part of the service, but we would like to acknowledge Sister Denise Spencer and family walked in. We would like for them to stand, and Elder Jerry Smith is with us. They are uh, the brother and sister of Deacon Smith. We see Brother Spencer's back there, too. God bless you. Amen. We certainly thank God for their attendance here today. We have come to an extremely important part of this service. Regardless to whether we sing or whether we shout, there's nothing like the preached word of God to prick the hearts of men and call them in out of a world of sin. At this time, we at the Greater Bethlehem Temple are learning on a daily basis how great God is. And that he must be praised above all others, for he alone, I said he alone, is above all others. Keeping that in mind, we would like for this audience to stand embrace, honor, and worship to God for the message he is sending us this morning. For if you can get a word from God, you know that you have been blessed thereby. While you're standing, we'd like to present to you the pastor of this, the Greater Bethlehem Temple Church, the one and only Bishop Philip Coleman Sr. As he's coming, let's give him some words of encouragement. Not that he has to have it, but it's just good to have a word every now and then. Bishop, preach the word. Preach the word in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, this morning as we come to thee, we want to come with thanksgiving. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the blessings, the many blessings that thou hast bestowed upon us from January 1 up until December almost the end of the year in 92. Lord, you've been so good to us. Lord, you have blessed us and you have kept us from all danger seen and unseen. Hallelujah. Some of us that are here, Lord God, if it hadn't been for you, we wouldn't be here this morning. But because of your love, kindness, and tender mercy, hallelujah, you looked upon us with an eye of pity and had great compassion upon us, hallelujah. And you spared us once again, hallelujah. Lord, we can't repay you. But all that we can say, I thank you. I thank you. 
most of us has been merging ourselves by ourselves. But God said, Mark the perfect man. Once again, the Lord has extended his mercy across the year of 92 and decided that he would give you uh, us another chance. I don't want to sound like that some of us is perfect. We haven't made it that far yet. Anyone that feel or think that they are perfect and that they are complete, then you will become relaxed and satisfied. But God never lets you get to that point. He always keep you reaching after him. Hallelujah. We are striving, as I said on last week, and my message. Not only are we striving, but we are straining. We ought to be found putting forth every effort. Trying to see how far from God we are. Now this is the last message that you will hear from me, I'm almost sure, in this year. But it's a message that it is in time. A message that is on time. A message that some probably don't want to hear. But it's good for you. The Bible said, Spare not. He said, Lift up your voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression. Many of you that are sitting under the sound of my voice and you that tune in by radio, 1993, sometime, and next year, you won't be able to hear the word of the Lord. The song that the old Baptist used to sing as him when I was a boy, but it's true. Before this time, another year, I may be dead and gone. Have you heard that? Hallelujah. Well, it's true.
true. I want to go back to alert you again and to have you to think that you can do as the song you heard. Draw me closer. Every one of us ought to want to get closer to God. And you can't be, you can't get close to him in your own way. For there is higher heights and deeper depth in God for all of us. I don't care where you are, what church you belong to, or what faith you are. Amen. You ought to want to get closer to God. And one thing about God, when he gives you more truth and more light, he tells you to walk therein. You don't just, amen, think that you can just house God in and put him in some little container and that's it. God is a universal God. Hallelujah. He's omnipotent. Amen. He's everywhere. And I'm thinking, God, that I know he is in this place right now. I'm going to preach this morning and my subject is wasted time. Wasted time. Redeem the time. That means don't walk but run. It's time to run. Wasted time. And for a subtopic, sleeping too late. Sleeping too late. I'm trusting that God will bless us because now you see it's bad to sleep too late huh? Solomon said how we slumble in our sleep and how we will say just a little more sleep the longer you lay in that bed, the longer you want to stay in there. And you can sleep yourself into poverty. Oh, I wish I had somebody to talk to me. Talk to me. Huh? I'm going to say it again. You can sleep yourself into poverty. Sleeping too late. Are too much. In the book of Jeremiah, the eighth chapter of Jeremiah, to expedite time. I want the 
something with most of us he was displeased. Oh, I'm a priest this morning. God want me to show you how far you was away from him and how much you displeased him in 92. If God should spare you to step over into 93, will it be the same? I 
shall not always die a child with man. Neither will I keep my anger forever. I want you to see what God is about to do. There is no time to preach peace, relaxation, when God says there is no peace. Hallelujah. When sin is on the rampage, God is disturbed. The Bible declares that he is angry with the wicked every day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Look how much time we have wasted. Hallelujah. Don't you think one time that it would have been put in the Bible said, redeem the time if time hadn't been wasted. Wasted time. It's bad to waste time. Hallelujah. Some, I know the Bible said redeem it. Hallelujah. But some things you can't catch up with. Hallelujah. People that live to get a ripe old age. How much running can you do? How long will you last? If God would see fit to take you, if you receive his spirit today or tomorrow at the baptism in Jesus' name of the new birth. You're already ready for the grave. But there's not much running you can do. Yes, the 11th hour is all right, but I don't want to come to God in the 11th hour. I want to come when I can work for him and cause others to be saved. Some say, well, if I can just make it, honey, that's not enough for me. I want to be found working in his vineyard, causing others to be saved. Wasted time. Hallelujah. Now, that was some. We're sitting around all day. And it was ashes of them. What are you doing sitting around all day? Why you ain't working? They had a good excuse. Because no one hired me. I dare you to go out on a man's job and just start to work and he didn't hire you. That wouldn't make good sense, would it? But when you have been hired and you refuse to go to work, But one thing that I can think, one word that I can think of, and that is lazy. Some folks don't want to work. Huh? I say some folks don't want to work. Amen. Job offers. I remember when this man didn't have a job, had a family. 
He was in the insurance business. I don't know whether to say he got fired or <laughs> laid off in the insurance business. But I thought that's all he knew. He got a college degree. But you know what? He wanted to work. They were doing construction work up there at the University Hospital. He went looking for a job. When he found a job, it was in a ditch. Now here's a man with a college degree. Then the insurance business going around with a necktown just about every day. They hired him. He had to get out of that necktie. But when he went job hunting, he didn't have no necktie. But he said, Lord, whatever you bless me with, I'll take it. Hallelujah. You got to humble yourself. You got to let pride go. Hallelujah. So he got in the ditch and I think at the same time it was raining and muddy. Got out in the ditch and I don't mean just a little ditch. Amen. He wanted to work. Oh, some of us don't want to work. Now I'm going to bring this around, amen, to God's program. For some of us don't want to work. We've been already hired. You've been already called. Hallelujah. But you refuse to go. And yet you say, I want to work. What kind of a job are you looking for? He told you that he would pay you. I think that's all right. He said, whatever's right, I'll pay you. You don't have to worry about me cheating you. I'll treat you right. Lord have mercy. You know I feel like preaching a little bit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can see some ain't worried about working. I can see some is asleep. Hallelujah. Just a little more sleep. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 8, 19 and 20. Behold, there was a lady that went to the king and said, Oh, king, have mercy, have mercy. He said, You want me to have mercy? What have you done? What did you do? When you're in trouble, you need mercy. When you have transgressed, you need mercy. When you have violated, you need mercy. But why are you going to say, have mercy? If you haven't done anything. Hallelujah. I want you to have mercy upon my people, she said. Now listen to what he's saying. Behold, Behold, the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people. Of my people. Because of them. Because of them. That dwell in a far country. That dwell in a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is he? It was something strange, but yet it was said. 
is the Lord? Is God still on the throne? Is he in Zion? Is he in the church? Then why would he suffer these things to happen? Listen. Is not her king in her? Is not her king in her? Isn't God still in Zion? Isn't he still in the church? Strange things can happen. Hello. And you can receive strange answers. Come on. Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images and with strange vanities? You see, for God to withdraw himself from you, it's because you has forsaken him. Now remember, you can run to that scripture if you want to and live in like you want to and say, Lo, lo, I'm with you always. As long as you be with him. He said he'll be with you. But we don't see it like that. He's a merciful God. Some of us are here today, don't deserve to be here, but because somebody else's prayers. Somebody prayed for you, you didn't even know it. An unsaved man ought to be glad to have a saved wife. Hallelujah. A vice versa. Where for tornado coming, one can pray that is connected, and God will turn it because of him or her. To have somebody saved in your home is a blessing. Huh? For the Bible declared in St. John 9.31 that God hears not sinners. When you get in trouble, there is no use to call on God. I said I won't hear you. Now some of you feel that you can do all the devil meant and foolishness that you want to and get out and say, Lord, forgive me. And then say, Lord, I want you to do this and so for me. God said, I don't hear you. I don't hear you. That means that I don't, I won't recognize your prayers. Now the devil want to keep a lot of folks fooled. You know, I wish I was still on the air. Maybe I should take up that two hours that they want me to take. Amen. Hell, of course, I think I'll probably run out, but I think I can stand flat-footed and preach two hours. But he said people won't listen that long and he about right <laughs> amen but you should know according to the word of God that what God said is true and David said that his word is forever settled in heaven you get jobless and you go around and live like the devil and hot in every nightclub you can find doing all the damage that you can do and now you ain't got no food at home ain't nothing going on and you nothing but a sinner amen and you don't feel God at all but you get on your knees and say Lord give me a job God here is not sinners 
Lord, my child is sick. My husband is sick. My wife is sick. My mother is sick. God heareth not sinners. But whosoever be a worship of God and do his will, him God heareth. What is God's will concerning you? Repent. That's the only way God hear you. Repent.
I'll baptize you in the name of the Father. In the name, what is the Father's name? Father got a name. The devil said, I'm going to blind them from that name. I'm going to let them have trouble and stand there and buck, become stubborn. Hallelujah. And before they get it right, Jesus will be here. Now this is the oldest thing out. This started before the Catholic Church. This started when Jesus ascended back into heaven. And for over 300 years, they was baptized in Jesus' name. But the devil had to get it and mess up. The Catholic Church said there are three distinct persons in the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. You can't find it nowhere in your Bible. Hmm? So since there are three, then there are three thrones. God said no one, the Son said no other, and the Holy Ghost on the other. And they are called Trinity. So now when we baptize, let's give them all credit. They're the ones who started that junk. And because it seemed like it was truth and made sense, then everybody went to falling in line with the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church then began to raise her hand and boast and say, we are the mother church. We are the universal church. The others is partisan. I didn't come out from no Catholic church. They came out from us. Hallelujah. But this is the thing that started on the day of Pentecost. Isn't it wonderful if you could commune with God every day? You just go up to him just like I'm going up to Ella Fortson and talk with him. That's the way it was back there in Adam's time. God said, I believe I'll go down and talk with Adam. Yeah. Hallelujah. In the cool of the day. Hallelujah. He went down and him and Adam would have a good time. The conversation, you know what I mean. Amen. He didn't have to look for him. Adam would be there waiting on him. For he knew what time he was coming. But the devil got in it and he said, hey man, man and God is too close. So I'm going to mess this thing up. So he got with the woman, poor, poor little woman. He got her by herself in there. He started a conversation with her. And she was beautiful. I, I don't think none of you sisters in here look like Eve. Huh? Eve was beautiful. She, she, was, uh, she was perfect. Come on here. Hallelujah. And she strolled off by herself. Saying, I come to the garden alone. And the devil was watching her. Hallelujah. You ought not want to be too wise. 
but the devil will take over when you're too wise. Huh? You're too wise for your own self. You're too wise for your husband. Instead of him teaching you, you try to teach him. Uh-oh. Well, you see, I'm educated. And you didn't finish the eighth grade. That's got nothing to do with wisdom. For little mean much, if God is in it. He'll take that undergrade student, hallelujah, and go beyond you with your degree. Josie strolled off a little bit. See, I'm over there now. I go on and preach. Take my time, rather. That's the reason why they say things rarely get you in trouble. That was time back there in the old apostolic church. They didn't allow you to to wear red. This was a sin to wear red. You know they said that. Well, they say that's what the devil tricked Eve with. The fruit, a big rat apple. Solomon spoke something about red too. But you shouldn't desire wine when it's red. You know, it'll give you that appetite. It, you, you, you know what it'll do for you. Amen. So she saw... The devil that made it ahead of her. She saw this fruit. They say it was an apple. Peaches don't really entice folks too much. It turned red some, but not all the way. But this big red juicy apple. She said, you can eat it. The devil said, you can eat it. She said, no, 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 he can't that. So God said not to do it. See, sin didn't really start until the head disobeyed God. Huh? Oh, no, no, no. Huh? The Bible said that Eve was deceived, but Adam wasn't deceived. So he was admired his wife, amen, and talked about Sister Eve. Come on, Sister Eve, amen. Admired Sister Eve, amen, how beautiful she was and how long her hair was, and she didn't cut it either. Amen. Beautiful. God made you with what you should have. That's your glory. And you can make a man, the husband, lighten up off of you if he starts something. You got that long, pretty hair, and you let it go on, and hey, man, sometime you can throw it back through your head, back in the hair, or flop back there. You cut your glory off. So he would take his wife, and they would walk, and hey, amen, and how close they was together. But when God came down and saw that they had violated his law, then God said to Adam, what have you done? Adam said, that woman, that woman, no longer wife, but that woman you gave me. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to preach now. Thank you. The gospel should make sense. I'm talking about wasted time and how much time we have already wasted. I wish I had had the knowledge that I got now. Time that I've wasted in other churches. Hallelujah. I would have been knowing the truth because the truth has been here all the time. But God had to anoint somebody and bring them back to the original. That's the reason why the people say, this is something new. Honey, this is nothing new. This is something that's been going on all the time. But so many were so far out of God's will. When God would speak to them, they would refuse or disobey him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You was more faithful at that time about going to church than you are now. Come on here. You would walk for miles of the church. Those old women uh, would wear them long dresses. This is nothing new about wearing a long dress. They was wearing them way back there. Those old people, old women had some pride. They had dignity. Well, hallelujah. Oh, some ways you don't even measure up with them. Hallelujah. They would lift their long dresses and go through the little path where the grass and the wasp weeds was hanging all over the path. But they would lift them dresses. And if it was at night, they would have a lantern. Amen. And make their way to the little church on the hill. Hallelujah. They tell me that they could hear the singing before they got there. And they would get in a hurry, show enough. You don't even get in a hurry when you get in here. Amen. You will sit out there in that lobby. And you were just lobbying your time away. You didn't come to sit in the lobby. You came to church. You came to worship God. You came to serve God. Hey. You don't know who he is until you get in trouble. Hallelujah. Till sickness come. Something else happen. And then you call on him. But he won't hear you. Hallelujah. This is the message of the hour. Hallelujah. We can't give God anything. Some of us love our children more than we love God. But Lord, help me that that will never become a part of me. I love my children in that place. But I will not put my child of my wife or husband or whatever ahead of him. Hallelujah. For he alone is my all day study. He alone is my midnight dream. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wasted time. They would run to the church. It wasn't all those people hypocrites. Huh? Yet they wasn't in God's will altogether. But the Bible says there was a time God winked at ignorance. 
know hypocrites. That's the reason I'm not going to condemn them all back then and put them in hell. Only God knows. But this is the gospel. They should have heard from the very beginning. But because of their blindness, because Satan threw them off trail, off track. When you come preaching truth, they say you're a false prophet. Y'all are fixing, y'all are preaching something new. Honey, this ain't new. This is the thing that started way back there. Hallelujah. We're preaching about the thing that stopped Moses when the bush wouldn't consume. You've seen a forest fire, trees burning, leaves burning on the trees. He's I've seen this all the time. Amen. Something to say, but look back. He kept walking. He said, look back. He looked back. And that bush was still burning. And then God stopped him. He said, I'm going to see this sight. Hallelujah. And when he stopped, God wants you to stop and listen. God wants your attention. God cannot get your attention as long as you walk it, as long as you talk it, as long as you do what you want to do. You can see things and you don't even pay no attention to it. So Moses just kept on walking. And the bush on fire. It wasn't consumed. He stopped. He said, I'm going to see this sight. Hallelujah. Then when he stopped, God said, I got your attention now. He said, Moses. Hallelujah. Call him out of the burning bush. Oh, he is anything and everything. Hallelujah. A God in the bush on fire and the fire's coming out of the bush. Said, Moses, take off of your shoes. You're going to be here a little while. I want you to listen to me. Hallelujah. For the ground that you are standing on is holy ground. Hallelujah. God trying to get your attention. The devil, let me tell you something, the devil is fighting this church more than he is in a church in Jackson. If there was a man here last Sunday, he said, Bishop, he said, this is my first time here, but I've heard so many bad things about the church. Until I didn't know, say, but now I do know. And say, I'm going, I'm going to tell it everywhere. You see, the devil, amen, would use this for a scarecrow. But praise be to God, the crows will soon find out it's not that thing that you thought it was. God used this church for a spotlight. Amen. To show up everything that is right. He said, I'm going to show you. Amen. That people can live saved if they ain't married. They can live saved if they're married. Hallelujah. They can be beautiful. Hallelujah. Not a lot of makeup. And I don't have to hammer on that either. You know it. Huh? Not a lot of jewelry. And I don't have to hammer on that either. Because I always teach that jewelry is no sin. But because of what I'm in, 
I'll obey. Hallelujah. Now, if you got jury on, as long as I don't come to you and say, take some things out of your ears. Amen. You are under no condemnation. But the Bible said, obey them that has the rule over you. It may not be jury because you got it on, but when your pastor, not somebody else, come, amen, and he said, take them off, and you don't do it, then you disobey it, and that's where it becomes sin. But right now, I ain't thinking about no jury. Huh? I'm going to tell you the way I feel. I feel that some folks going to heaven going to be there with jury on. Bishop, what you want to say? But not you. But not you. Well, I ain't going to get it. Now don't check because you have to script yourself. When I get through you with you today, you're going to script yourself. <laughs> there was a man back there. He's urchin. Brother Brooks. He believed in prosperity. And I do too. Huh? He said when a person is in poverty or is way down there below the snake line. then they're in trouble for they're in poverty and they shouldn't be down there. Now remember what I'm preaching. The one that is asleep according to what Solomon is talking about, they was not in poverty, but they, because they're sleeping so much, they're sleeping their rights away and becoming poor and poor. A man that want to have something will get up early. Huh? Huh? The one that laid on so much, that little bit that he has, he's going to soon have that. For you ain't got it made as long as you're in this world. Come on in heaven. You ain't got it made. I don't care how big your bank account is. Keep on sleeping. Keep on sleeping late and see you're going to sleep yourself into poverty. I don't need to work. I got it made. No, you don't. Huh? Amen. Wasted time. How much time have you wasted? I don't need to go to church. Let me see. Is Brother Jacob here? Will it Jacob stand? Lord, how much there he is over there. He surprised his wife. He called me this morning. The devil didn't want him to do it. Oh, it was just about they had started the morning service. He said, Bishop, oh, it done caught up with me. Oh, it done caught up with me. I didn't know who he was. I thought it was uh, Deacon Porter. I said, who are you? He said, you know what I mean? He said, you Brother Jacob. He said, done caught up with me. I said, what? He said, man, I got it. <laughs> I got what? I got the flu, a bad cold or something. I don't know. 
I will be in church. I said, you ain't even asked for prayer. I say, I want you to come to church. He said, I done took medicine. Hey, Amen. I done took some three sixes and say, you're not going to come to church like that. I say, get near the door back there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I say, but in the meantime, I'm going to pray for you. My God, I got that rebuke, that demon. I said, come on to church. Hallelujah. And there he is back there. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. It was God's will for you to be here, church. And God will stop every gripe. Stop the medicine from working you. Now, right after service, now you better head the other way. Hallelujah. Only the devil don't want you to hear it. Hallelujah. Only the devil wants you to think you're feeling bad. But if you think you're feeling bad, then you're feeling bad. Say, the Lord got a message for me and I'm going to get it. And I'm not going to lay up in the bed. You see what you miss when you listen to the radio? You only get just a little. Hallelujah. Waste of time. I don't feel like going to church. I ain't going to church. Hey, Amen. It, it was a lot of you wasn't here Friday night, but let me tell you, we had a time. You missed it. You missed it. You wasn't here. God told you to redeem the time, and you sitting down. Entertain it. There is no time to entertain. You entertain on your own time, not God's time. Hallelujah. Wasted time. How many, before you got saved, used to be in nightclubs? Go to nightclubs and say, drinking and dancing around. Raise your hand, amen. You, you, how many used to dip snuff? And how many used to shoot a balcony? How many used to funny cake? And how many used to, amen, all these different things? Don't you know you couldn't serve God with all that stuff? All that stuff in you? God didn't hear you? That was time lost. But God made you that you would give him the glory. That you would serve him. <laughs> Away from these Baptist preachers that smoking cigarettes. They ain't from God. But they got a lot of followers. You know why? The road is... Broad. Hallelujah. It's easy to walk in it, doing it and everything you want to. Hallelujah. But this way is a path. You've got to keep your eyes ahead of you. You can't walk looking back. Keep on looking back. You'll get out of the way. But you've got to keep your eyes. Hallelujah. Sweethearts in the church. I'm talking about Baptist because I was a Baptist. Sweetheart for secretary. Huh? Lord have mercy. The deacon wise. She said, Deacon wise. You ought to want to get out of that junk. He ain't got no more to keep him than you got to keep you. 
so when God bless you, open your eyes up. He said, come out from among them. Leave them. Be ye separated, said the Lord. You got to want this thing, though. You got to want it to come out from among them. You got to forget everything to come out from among them. Lord, have mercy. People don't love truth. And this where truth is being manifested, made known. And folks that get up. So I ain't going back there no more. Say he was picking on me. No, I'm talking about sin. Amen. But if you want to go back with Jesus when he comes, you better get in something that is going to take you back where he can take you back. Wasted time. It's bad to waste time. Some of you use the word kill time. Oh, you don't kill it. Hallelujah. He said redeem the time. Go ahead and read. I got to quit. The harvest is past. The harvest is what I want now because this is where I got my subject from. Huh? The harvest is past. Yes. The summer is ended. The summer is ended. Listen, if you're going to do anything, you better do it in the harvest time.
individual. Because I'm sure that was some in Jeremiah's time was saved. There's somebody in spite of they're going to walk with God. I don't care how tough the time may get, they're going to walk with God. I don't care if they have to stand alone, they're going to walk with God. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. God told me to do something. It's a hard situation, but I'm going to tell it. And ain't no use me waiting till saints meeting. I'm going to do it. Hallelujah. And I'm going to let you hear the secret. And that is everybody that is apostolic, that is in the church of God, that is a mason. And you don't quit or drop that chop, you're going to be disfellowshipped. I want you to hear that now. I want you to hear it. <laughs> I know some things you don't know. I'm going to say it. There's no such thing as apostolic masons. Mason stuff come from the devil. Prove it to you. Now you just wish to get out and come and tell me, well, Bishop, I no longer have no desire to be in the church. Amen. Because I'm going to continue, Mason. Because I, I ain't going to just put you out. I'm going to throw you out. I'm going to give you time to straighten up. I'm going to convince you by the word of God. And not only that, I've got some of your things, your stuff to convince you with. Not only that, God has saved some that was amazing, much higher than you. They got out of it when they stepped over in holiness. Uh, you might say I'm walking on thin ice, but honey, listen to what? The ice I'm walking on is thick because God is under me. Oh, and the devil can't do no more than God allowed to do. Hallelujah. If he wiped me off of the map, there is others. God say preach it. God say teach it. God say tell it. They can't kill all of us. The Bible said be not afraid of their faces. Hallelujah. Because God promised that he won't let a hair be harmed on my head until I get everything done that he want me to do. You need to go back to the hallelujah seat and get out there and say hallelujah until you get the Holy Ghost. Because I declare, everybody that don't turn that stuff loose, you ain't got no Holy Ghost. You think that's something in the Bible say that you're just proud knowing nothing. I'm just opening it up so you know what I'm going to do. God ain't going to stand no junk. My preaching, this kind of a message on the last year, you ought to be preaching something going to encourage the folks. I am. This will help you to make it. This will help you to go through. 
parties and inviting unsaved and doing everything and all kind of old damnable music and stuff like that. It'll make you sick. God say, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna tolerate it. God can't make you live right, but he'll make you wish you had. Later on, that awful day will surely come. Did you finish the 20th? Read the 20th again. The harvest is past. The harvest is past. The summer is ended. The summer is ended. All of this time wasted. The summer is ended. And we we are not saved. I wish this message was being preached everywhere. We are not saved. Now let me close my message out. Give me Proverbs. 24 and 30. I went by the field of the slothful. Solomon said, I wasn't visiting. I didn't go there to see something, huh? But I was traveling and I went, it must have been near the highway. Hallelujah. It must have been close to a road that the travelers would travel. But he said that I went by a field of the slothful. Lord have mercy. Now he judged the man by his field. Come on. He had never met the man. But when he saw his field, he knew what kind of a man he was. He said he was slowful. Read. And by the vineyard. And by the vineyard. Of the man void of understanding. To underline this now the vineyard in the field. Keep those two, because you're going to need them a little bit later on, because I'm going to use them. Amen. I went by the field. Of the slothful. Of the slothful. And by the vineyard. And by the vineyard. Of the man void of understanding. Uh, a void of understanding. Lord, listen to this now. Come on. And lo. And lo. It was all grown over with thorns. And nettles. I feel it's three things about it. I feel in a vineyard. Ain't giving it no attention, no consideration. You know why? Sleeping too much. Watch it now. All right? It was all grown over. With thorns. Now, it was planted all right enough. Hallelujah. Some of you got your Holy Ghost, but y'all ain't going to make it up yonder. Come on, I'm going to tell it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This ain't dealing just with the natural thing. God wants you to see the natural thing that you may be able to understand. Amen. The spiritual part. Because if you wasn't able to spiritualize.